0: Hello, my name is Vaughn Penley. I did my RVL on the Keystone XL proposed pipeline. Is it economical? Is it viable? And could it be an environmental catastrophe? The fact is America needs energy and new energy infrastructure, and the Keystone XL pipeline will help us achieve that with good stewardship, stated John Hovind. OVEN is the center of North Dakota since 2011. He's an avid supporter of the oil industry. This industry contributes heavily to day-to-day life. Oil is in paint, clothing, and used in heating systems. Furthermore, in the refining process, it makes multiple gases and liquids, such as diesel, jet fuel, and gasoline, just to name a few. The Keystone XL proposal, if allowed, could make a major economic impact It's incredibly viable. And sadly, could be environmentally devastating. For these reasons, the good outweighs the possible and unlikely bad. <clears throat> the region, commonly called tar sands of Alberta, Canada, holds roughly 1.7 trillion barrels of bitumen oil. The so oil, ever since the 1900s, has played a critical role in the economy in more ways than just one. The extracting is its own industry, having advancements in drilling techniques and equipment regularly, creating and contributing to a market of its own. The refining process requires many people such as engineers and journeymen contributing by employing many people. The Keystone will provide, like many of these operations, many jobs, even if not permanent. There are estimations. Trans claimed 100,000 jobs would be made, many of these being temporary jobs. However, other sources claim as little as 30,000 jobs. These being high to low statistics, they are both skewed and somewhat biased. A better estimate is within the range of 40 to 70,000 jobs. But once constructed, it is capable of carrying 130,000 barrels of oil daily. Another very important impact the proposed pipeline has is oil independence. It will aid in switching America from very foreign oil, such as Saudi Arabia, to closer and better oil. Canada, despite being one of the major importers of oil to the U.S., we still use a great amount of oil from other countries. These countries do not need our money. We should not be trading with Russia, China, or anyone who poses a risk to the US and its security. We should be more centralized with trading such as Mexico or Canada. Being more reliant on Canada for oil will not only strengthen the Canadian and the US relationship, it will allow for the oil industry to prosper without giving too much control to Canada. With this oil, It will heavily improve our West and East Coast markets. This is according to the Congressional Research Service. Another positive being that the tar sands oil will be sent down to Texas, which admittedly is known for all things oil. Texas is a major hub of industry and subsequently provides numerous ways of transport for this vitamin-rich oil. Ways of transportation of refined tar sands include railway water transport and the safest way being, of course, pipeline. Another economically important part of this pipeline being safety. Pipelines aren't likely to leak or spill as much as trains, boats, and trucks, which all do regularly. Quote, the result was clear. Both rail and pipelines are quite safe, but pipelines are without the doubt the safest way of transport of oil and gas. Pipelines result in less frequent spills and are the safest way of transportation. Not to say they are foolproof, though, such as what happened in 2015 on the Yellowstone River in Wyoming. The pipeline wasn't checked on, and it wasn't buried deep enough, resulting in a bad spill. Critics believe this pipeline will rein in $100 million to $600 million annually, not counting the temporary employment jump from numerous jobs this pipeline offers. The pipeline is very feasible despite Biden's choice to revoke the permit for the construction of the pipeline. When the next Republican president enters office, she, he will make an executive decision invoking the permit. However, the main reason why it's so good and viable is because it's so direct. It is straight north to south, as well as how it could affect the state of Montana. This isn't only good and plausible for America, it uniquely puts Montana into a position that would be greatly beneficial. Quote. Bacon Market Link in Baker, Montana, a pipeline lateral that could transport crude oil from the Bacon oil fields into Steel City. And from Steel City, crude oil could be transported to the Gulf Coast via previously constructed Trans Canada pipelines, the Cushing Extension and the Gulf Coast Pipeline, both already operating. End quote, wrote the Congressional Research Service. This would greatly promote the industrial centers of eastern Montana while preserving the beauty of the western front of Montana. The pipeline wouldn't damage eastern Montana unless a spill were to happen, which in all likelihood wouldn't. Given the statistical analysis and the advanced safety measures of this pipeline, it seems unlikely. It is a 870 mile long and 30-36 inch pipeline made out of steel. Steel is affordable, reliable, and replaceable. Its tensile strength, depending on what type it is, can be upwards of 40,000 psi, which is more than capable of withstanding the erosive nature of of the tar sands and the pressure of the fluid traveling in it it's very dependent it's a very dependable pipeline and the alberta tar sands is a very reliable source of bitumen rich oil there are a few issues though concerns from reservations the nebraska aqu- aquifer and the greenhouse gas emissions all of which are up for debate risk assessment is a major part of the debate Environmental catastrophes are oftentimes avoidable. The Keystone XL proposal has many weak spots, a major one being the underground aquifers. If oil contamination occurs, it results in drastic consequences. The water supply is essentially poisoned, subsequently many acres of farmland could be damaged or destroyed. Livestock would be poisoned. This being the worst case scenario, a major spill where the pipeline leaks and diffuses into water. This isn't a common occurrence, luckily. Most, if not all, pipelines are very, very safe. However, when they do leak, leak, they on average dispel more oil than other modes of transportation, risk management being the whole environmental argument. The tar sands are hard to refine. Some studies report and create more greenhouse gas. However, there are major deposits of this oil, and it's fairly cheap to get our hands on since this also since this is also going down to texas texan refineries have very specialized and advanced technologies to help eliminate greenhouse gas in the refining process the pipeline could endanger species various birds such as cranes or the black-footed ferret despite the keystone being sturdy and resistant tar sands are corrosive there is literal sand in the oil and sand over time erodes objects especially when being pushed at a high psi such as through a pipeline. But despite this, a pipeline is very resilient, it's thick steel and it takes a while to puncture. To conclude, the Keystone XL proposal is primarily beneficial and proponents argue could help restabilize and boost the economy, others say it's environmentally damning. The Keystone XL pipeline will make an economic impact for the better, it's viable, but can be an environmental catastrophe. The keystone should be built. The good outweighs the possible and unlikely bad.